G'day everyone, how are ya? It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree. Ooh, that was fun. Wait, you're listening to Sitting <laughs> You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 22nd of March, 2022. That was that sound. Uh, <laughs> when I was like settling into my position, I'm sitting on the floor. Um, and I like went back against the wall and that was like my back hitting the wall. Isn't that like a fun little bit of kind of percussion? I'm sitting on the floor in a lovely, delightful Airbnb. Oh, you know what, guys? I just, I deserve it. I deserve to stay in nice places. Man, I have fucking, I just have... (laughs) I've fallen back into old habits this week and it's really very funny and... um. I need a sip of tea before I start talking about this. Oh, I sat here for a little bit and the tea's cooled down. It's perfect. It's just... Per- I'm really happy today. Um, I'm in this beautiful Airbnb that I've been in the last couple nights. And uh, it's like a big, nice room. There's a big bed with a nice, heavy doona. And uh, the house is beautiful. There's like these two... I'm just in a room. It's like a house with um, just like a couple and their kids and, you know. So I've just got the one room. So it's not super expensive, but it's very central. It's in Glebe. 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 In Sydney. And uh, there's two, count them, two marble fireplaces. How fucking cool is that, man? A marble fireplace, so extravagant. This actually, and it's a townhouse, and I guess it's probably three or four bedrooms. No, it's at least four, maybe five. I don't know. It's a big townhouse, but it doesn't feel big. It also feels homely. This, I'm like, this is the kind of house that I would love to live in. It's in the city, but it's still like beautiful and nice. It's nicely decorated. It's got marble fireplaces. I would love to live in a house like this, but this house is surely probably worth like 1.5 mil, maybe two. I don't fucking know. It's pretty big, but it's still a townhouse, you know? It's beautiful. I've been loving it here. And just the start of this trip, man, I don't even know where to start with this fucking story. So I booked a place in Chatswood. West Chatswood, which I didn't know anything about. All I knew was it was north of the river and, and that it was the cheapest place possible, which already, come on, man, you know, like just give yourself, why do I always want to go for the cheapest? Well, because I want to save money, but like, I just, I knew it was going to be bad from the moment that I saw, like the first picture is like so clearly <laughs> just the worst. It was just like a dirty ass looking room and blurry pictures. But even with the blur, you could see like the disgusting fucking carpet. And I could see that there were no curtains on the windows of the room where I was going to be staying. And it was like a full, like the whole room was windowed, you know? Like it wasn't just like a one window. It was like, it was just fucked. I just, I knew it was going to be fucked. Like the back... (laughs) 
You know what? I'm going to get the photos of this Airbnb and put them on the Instagram at Sitting Under Podcast so you can fucking look at them. There was one of the pictures. uh, Well, let me find it. Let me find the fucking listing. (laughs) One of the pictures was of the backyard. I'll actually, you know what I'll do? I'll read you the listing. Is it that one? Yes. All right. So that you can see this room that I thought was going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be good, but I just, for some reason, I was like, that'll be good enough. Oh my God. This picture of the backyard. (laughs) It's just like, it's debris. It's it looks like after it looks like after a fucking, like a logging expedition has come through like an old growth forest, you know? And then there's like, oh my God, there's another picture and there's like a hill's hoist clothesline and just like weeds and crap everywhere. Even the fucking outdoor area, there's like a sad glass table that you know if you rest your arms on it would just be so sticky and smelly and two sad fucking chairs surrounded by more debris Oh, the, the, um, here's a fucking something. So in the bedroom, in the picture, there's two cushions. Did I get two co- pillows? Did I get two pillows? No, I got one pillow. The dirty, all dirty bedroom, fucking lounge room, dirty bathroom, dirty. And, um, show me the listing. What does it say about the place? This is what it says. This old house. <laughs> This old house is 50 years old. (laughs) Oh my God. I booked this place. I decided I was going to stay here. This old house is 50 years old and still in its original condition and will be renovated sometime this year. But this original house has been designed by the legendary architect, Sydney Archer. So this is the last chance you can stay in this original excellent works of the architect. That's the first sentence. <laughs> no commas. The second sentence reads, <laughs> The old house have rooms and bathrooms and kitchens still can be used in a few years to come. Oh my God. You should bring your sleeping bags if you want to do camping in the large backyard or can park a caravan in carport. Fucking hell. Why didn't I... I didn't even read this properly. I was just like, 24 bucks, man. 24 bucks a night. Pretty good. I didn't even read this. Oh, Other things to note. As this house is an old heritage house... Comma, a comma, they found the comma. We don't use light switches anymore and use table lamps instead, comma, and most of power sockets work. So if you need lights anywhere in the house, just turn on the switches of each lamp I put everywhere in the house, comma, I already plugged to the sockets. Fourth sentence, the only light switch can be used is the switch off the lo- is the switch of the light in the main bathroom, comma, the switch is the lower one of the double switch next to the vanity. Fifth sentence, also, comma, we only use bathtub, comma, the shower is old, so no longer being used. Full stop. <laughs> but you can use shower head. 
<laughs> so I read that and I went, that's where I'm going to spend my, my lovely weekend in Sydney. At the place where you can still use showerhead. <laughs> and in this old house is 50 years old. Fuck. Designed by the legendary architect Sydney Archer. So this is the last chance you can stay in this original excellent works of the architect. Fuck, man. So I fly into Sydney, right? On Thursday afternoon, night. I land at like 6 and I get a message from a mate and she's like, do you want to go for dinner? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll go for dinner. And I was thinking maybe I'll go to the house and then go back out to dinner. But I just, I was like, no, I'll go to dinner first and I've got all my bags, but whatever. And then I'll go to the house and just go straight to bed. Seems reasonable. We go to Newtown, a lovely dinner in Newtown, delightful. Get a bit of ice cream, which was also great from some Turkish place. Um, normally... I wouldn't trust uh, the Turks to deliver me with good ice cream. And I think that says more about me than it does about the Turks, of whom I know very little. Um, of whom? Do you like that? <laughs> I like that. Of whomst I... <laughs> I beknoweth uh, much little thereof. <laughs> it's fun to talk like an idiot, isn't it? So... Um, yeah, we got Turkish ice cream. It was good. It was kind of stretchy and like chewy a little bit. Oh, it was weird. And I got a bit of baklava with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm quite kind of biased in my like culinary uh, tastes to just real white people shit, you know? I'm like fusion. And what fusion means is we've taken the cuisine of another people and filtered it through like... Uh, something that seems familiar to you, you know, in like a Western culture. So it's like, I, I, I want, I don't want Chinese food. I want Chinese food. That is what fusion means, isn't it? Fusion just means like foreign, but not so foreign that you're uncomfortable. <laughs> That's funny. It's not fusion with a different foreign thing. It's not like, it's not like Chinese and you know, like Turkish, it's Chinese and Western or Turkish and Western or Thai and Western. That's interesting. Fusion, linguistically, it has the same function as the word urban, which is that it's, it, it like connotes a particular ethnicity without being like, you know, direct about it because that's another feature of Western culture is we don't like to be direct because that leads to being uncomfortable and admitting to the power structure. Okay, shut the fuck up, Aiden. God fucking damn it. Why don't I get up on my high horse? Every time I notice something, I'm like, and this is how that relates to the world and how <laughs> the geopolitical... I was talking about ice cream. <laughs> how have I started talking about power structures? Fuck off. All right. So anyway, it was lovely. Got ice cream with my mate. Said goodbye. Jump on the train to... Uh, no, I didn't get on the train. Oh, I got on the train and then I got on the bus. And I just noticed that where this Airbnb was was kind of far from any um, 
any public transport, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to fucking get an Uber from wherever. I'm going to walk there. I want to explore the new area that I'm going to be spending some time in. Um, this trip. And so I get on the bus and it was actually pretty quick. It was one of those buses that goes down the highway and it was like an express bus. So it skipped a bunch of stops. And that, that is what we like to see, you know, the thing that I'm always scared about with a bus is it's going to stop on a million stops. I don't know. Oh my God. How many times am I going to burp and ignore it before I just accept that I've, yes, Aiden, I've, you've burped. And you don't want to lie to the good people of this podcast and pretend that you didn't. I'm sorry, everyone. I was burping while I was explaining my thoughts on the mass transit system of Sydney. In Melbourne, we don't really have that, a bus that doesn't stop. Like, all the buses just stop and all the stops. And I think that's why they're shit. And if anything, if I am if elected, you know, I'm going to make sure <laughs> that all the buses only stop on some of the stops and some of the other ones and... Fucking, I've got it all figured out, haven't I? Power structures, buses, ice cream. <laughs> I'm really, really up on my soapbox this week. So I get this bus, 25 minutes, stops at the thing, and I'm always too smart with Google Maps. Like, it goes, why don't you get this and then that and then this? And I'm like, fuck, man. That's like, I just, I want to spend more time walking. That's my thing is I don't like sitting and waiting for the route that's going to get me closest without walking. I like walking. I just want to get within like a half hour walking distance from the place and then I'll just I'll walk the rest of the way because at least that feels like I'm doing something. It's nice to keep fit, walk, you know, all that stuff. So there was another route that took me a little bit closer, like the bus kind of ended up going to a 10-minute walk from the place. But I was like, nah, fuck that. I'll go near and then I'll get the bus. And Google Maps did have its own route mapped out for me, like the walking route from the bus. And so I took that. And, and about 15 minutes into the walk, I noticed that it's taking me onto like a dotted path, like a hiking trail. And I'm like, oh, you know, but it's dark. And a crucial piece of information, it's like 10.30 at this point and my phone is on like 15%. And... Uh, so I go down this hiking track and I'm still looking at another 20 minutes left of the walk and uh, I get a bit of the way and then I can't see the track and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I'm kind of looking around and a little bit worried because I don't really know where I am. But I think the main anxiety was that my phone was on low battery. And it's crazy once I tell you the rest of this story that to realize that what happened here and the reason that all of this happened is just because I, you know, my phone was on low battery and I just have such an anxiety about that and about being without my phone. But, you know, that's what it is. I couldn't find the path. So I doubled back and I went around the block on like the road and I saw that basically what I'm seeing at this point is that there's no direct road that goes across the kind of line of parks and I'm near a river and there's no direct road across that to get to where I'm staying. And so that's why it's taking me on this dotted path. It's like a hiking path and I'm wearing my white Nikes. So I'm like, ah, you know, I thought I was just going to be in the city, whatever we move on, go around this one block to another entry to the hiking path. And I'm on a different section of it now. So I'm like, okay, good. And I, to be honest, can't see 
where I was supposed to go. Like I'm looking up the hill where I was before and I can't see how I would get from up there to down where I am. So I'm like, maybe the path is like fucked. I don't know. I walk a bit further and uh, about another 10 minutes of walking and I'm going quite slow. It's dark. I don't want to use the light on my phone because of the battery. Um, I go over this, like, between a rock and a tree that's, like, I'm almost climbing at this point. I'm really worried. I shouldn't need to be... And I've got my bag on my back, like, my whole bag full of all my stuff, laptop, another pair of shoes, all my clothes for the week. And I just shouldn't need to be hiking, you know? Like, that's concerning, like, to have to vault myself between a rock and a tree and I'm wearing my white shoes and jeans and it's kind of hot and I'm starting to get sweaty but I do it. I'm like, I don't see what other way there is to go. And, you know, I keep walking more. And then suddenly the track just runs out. And I can't see anywhere where I should be going. There's just the track ends. And I go back and I turn around. And now I'm like, oh, maybe it's like I've lost a little bit. Like I remember the hike that I did in uh, Lamington National Park a few months ago. There was one part where the track kind of doubled around and I couldn't see it properly. And like, I didn't know where I was. I just thought I'd lost the track for a bit, but then I found it. And I was like, maybe this is like that. So I go, I start like bush bashing a bit. And then I'm like, no, there's no, I remember that word bush bash going through the bush off the track. But yeah, whatever. I eventually gave up and turned back around and went back to the road. So now I'm like, there's no chance of me going on this dotted track on the map and my phone's on like 10% now, 9%, 8%. So I just start walking. I'm looking at this big park. It's a golf course and I'm like, maybe there. And there's a big road that leads down to the golf course with a like no entry sign. Trespassers will be prosecuted. But that's the only way. Other than like if I want to walk for like an hour to go all the way around, I'm not doing it. So I go on the golf course and I'm like, I guess I got to cut like a trail across the golf course but now I'm really, my heart's beating fast and I'm sweating and I'm getting tired and I'm worried about my shoes, <laughs> my beautiful white shoes. And, and I just, I'm, I just want to fucking sleep. And I go along the length of the golf course and I can't see anything or any trail. And so I'm just like wandering, like getting scared now. I'm walking faster. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? I'm looking for someone to get angry at. There's no one to get angry at. I want to get angry at the guy. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking maybe I just call the guy and go, can you come and pick me up? <laughs> and I'm thinking about calling an Uber. But that's a last roll of the dice. That's like... I've got enough battery now on my phone to either call the guy or find my own way across the golf course or call an Uber and wait there until they get there. And I know I'll be checking my phone the whole time and it'll eventually die. My last ditched attempt would be to pull my laptop out and charge my phone off my laptop. But that means I'm sitting somewhere for half an hour, not touching either of them and just like playing tiddlywinks. I don't know. Like jerking off maybe. <laughs> on this golf course but oh, fuck I didn't think of that but <laughs> that's probably what I would have done <laughs> charge my phone off my laptop um and then to deal with the anxiety I just <laughs> I just jerk off 
on the fucking on the putting green. <laughs> oh my god! Thank God that thought didn't cross my mind, or I probably just would have done that to quell the anxiety. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry for making you guys think about that. Anyway, I didn't do that. I was thinking about the Uber and then I started to get angry at the Uber driver in my head because I'm so anxious. I just want to get angry at someone. And in my head, the Uber driver doesn't want to come because it's like too far out of his way and whatever. So now I'm like getting angry. I'm like, you have to fucking come, please, man. I'm so scared. You need to help me. That's the conversation I'm having with this Uber driver that doesn't exist in my head while I pace like frantically around this golf course. So I'm like, okay, look, all right. I can see one path on the map on the other side of the golf course. I'll go towards that and there's this bridge and now I'm on this path and suddenly there's like another track and I'm on the other side of the golf course. I'm still on a hiking track, but I'm on the other side of the golf course. And then I get to an oval, which is fenced off because the rains have been in Sydney for the last three weeks and the oval's like flooded and there's a bunch of like excavation machines like bobcats and and, to- and like big dump trucks and stuff parked in the middle of the oval but I can see that on the map and I'm like I'm getting closer so I walk around the oval and it's all muddy and my shoes are like getting completely fucked I find the road it's been like 45 minutes that I've been lost I find the road and I'm like the relief man I'm just like yes 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 I like beaded my chest I was like yes Wait, I'll do like, yeah, you know, like the Wolf of Wall Street, man. And the whole time when I was lost, I did feel like I was kind of laughing because I knew I was going to get out of it. And I just, I have this dialogue with myself where I'm like, oh, Aiden, you've got yourself into another one of your classic little scrapes. <laughs> Yet again, you know, oh, you've done it again, Aiden, you, you bloody silly little twisty. Won't this be fun to talk about on the podcast next week? And that was the dialogue that I was having with myself to try and calm myself down and abate my nerves because the other voice in my head was going, you are going to die on this golf course. (laughs) And imagine that, a body found on the golf course of just me... (laughs) Wearing Nikes. I wonder if anyone has ever died of exposure wearing Nikes. <laughs> like wearing like fucking streetwear, you know? <laughs> and like a nice button-up shirt. Was it? No, it wasn't a button-up shirt. It was a t-shirt. I wore a t-shirt. But like jeans, you know? Like a fucking $180 jeans died of exposure on a private golf course. Fuck, that's funny. I found the place, long story short, and it was gross. I got out the front of it. It looked shit. I got inside. It was shit. Just as I suspected, there were no... Oh, here's the other fucking bit that I need to read. Oh, this is really sad. Um, Where's that first message? The check-in guide. Okay, let's find... Let's let's together find this check-in guide. Benjamin. No, it's not Benjamin. Let's do Chatswood. Here we go. Here's the check-in guide. The address is redacted. 
Chatswood West. This house is a heritage house which developed by Australian legendary architect Sydney Anchor. Wait, is it Sydney Anchor or Sydney Archer? Oh my God, are there inconsistencies? Could you imagine? Show listing. Sydney Archer, oh my God. <laughs> is this a real architect? In the listing on Airbnb, it says Sydney Archer. And then in the one, the email they said, it said Sydney Anchor. All right, let's search Sydney. Sydney Archer. Architect. Architect. Archer office. Archer office. All right. That doesn't look like one. There's no architect called Sydney Archer. All right. Now, is there an architect called Sydney Anchor? <laughs> what kind of a fucking name? What kind of a last name is Sydney Anchor? Oh, it is Sydney Anchor with an ER. Oh, my God. From Woolara. Sydney, his fascination with Europe contributed to the introduction of European internationalism in Australia. He also had significant impact on the establishment of modern domestic architecture. Oh, it is a real person, Sydney Anchor. This fucking idiot who lives in this house doesn't even know. <laughs> doesn't even know. Oh, I feel bad calling him a fucking idiot. I don't know what his deal is, but he's not an idiot. He just, you know, lives like a... Like a hog. All right, let's read more of this email here. <laughs> Developed by Australian legendary architect Sydney Anchor. Misspelled. <laughs> I can't believe I'm finding this out right now. So you can see it has been kept as an old style for a long time like that. Oof. The house even old but locate in the best place in Sydney. Fuck me, man. Let me read that again. The house even old, but locate in the best place in Sydney. I feel like I'm making fun of someone who, you know, I just, fuck, I'm so mean, man. Why do I do this? Why am I making fun of these people? They, just, they had me in their home. They refunded me all of the nights that I didn't stay there, you know? I shouldn't make fun of them. But here we are. Last week, I made fun of someone who bombed and sent, by the way... I got about half a dozen uh, messages about that fucking bomb. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it to everyone who watched it. Or if you didn't enjoy it, good for you, actually. If you, di if you didn't message, good for you. You're a better person than me. And if you didn't enjoy it when you watched it, also good for you. Because it is, uh, ultimately, it's bullying. And that's what this podcast is all about. Um, anyway, when you come, please park your... When you come, please park your in the carport, carport, he's left out car there, in front of or front next to the curb. The street parking here has unlimited street parking time and the street is quiet. I thought when I read this, it was quite presumptuous to think that anyone who's going to stay in a place for 24 bucks a night would have a car. <clears throat> but, you know, whatever. Please keep the key safe because the loss fee for each key is $10 per each if you lost it. The key is inside the mailbox. Blah, 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 blah. Lift the mailbox. Letters. There might be a few letters. Okay. Uh, three bedrooms in the house and I prepared the bedroom facing the back garden for you. Whatever. Here we go. Please help to clean the bathrooms. Where's the thing about old people? That's the thing that I'm... Here we go. Also, please keep the noise low after 10 p.m. and before 7 a.m. because there are some old people living in the house next doors. 
Please also note that this house locates near the river, so there are two valuable animals that highly protected by Australian government may come to the house, kookaburra birds and Lane Cove River's guana. guana. They are very beneficial because they eat a lot of termites and insects and mosquitoes, so if you see them around the house, please say hi to them, then let them do their business. Because do, uh, Please don't kill them, because if government know that, you can get big fines. That's all in capitals. <laughs> I mean, that's good as well. It's all important information. Um, I actually misread this again. This shows how invested I was in staying in this house, i.e. not very. Uh, the old people living in the house next door. I thought there were old people living in the house that I was staying in. I don't know who stays there. I don't know what the deal is, but it just gave me real depressing vibes. And I actually had a bit of a humbling moment of karma because when I was 24 living in London, I put my house at the time on Airbnb. And you know what? Maybe as a fucking end to this podcast, I'll read as a way to humble myself. I'm going to read the review that I got for the house that I let when I was living in London. Switch to hosting. Okay, this house, this is a place that I lived in and I actually wrote... Oh, what? Verify my host account, whatever. I wrote a blog that ended up being my first show. Um, oh, don't tell me I can't fucking see the messages i wrote the first um stand-up show i ever did about this house it was called the abisham flat i know some of you guys maybe saw that show um but it was just like horrific the guy i lived with was a con man and and the place was so dirty and disgusting and um like the sink used to flood with like black liquid i need another sip of tea i'm getting excited so the sink used to flood every time I, um, mm -hmm. every time I did the washing and whatever. And I, me and my mate went on, um, holidays for two and a half weeks and I didn't have enough money to go away and not have someone cover my rent. So I put it on Airbnb and I put it as the cheapest place like in the area. But, um, sorry, I'm just trying to find this one review. Where is it? Basically, I had this fucking lady. I think what I'm going to, all right, what am I going to try and do here? Ah, fuck. I'm trying to find the review. No, not there. No. Teresa. No. Oh, I'm going to need a fucking... You know what? Pause the recording, Aiden. All right. Sorry. We're back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this review of the place. So <clears throat> me and my mate went away for two and a half weeks. And uh, yeah, I had someone stay. And my memory of it... And I'm about to read the review. And maybe this is going to conflict with my memory of it. But um, my uh, the, f the first night that they came was the last night that I was there. And they were just staying in my room. It was a five-bedroom share house. I mean, it was... I can't believe I thought this was going to be a good idea. So me and my mate, I was like, okay, our flight's in the morning. So they can stay there that night. And we'll just stay stay out clubbing all night. We had a bag of MD. I had no money. I was like, I'll try and sell this MD to someone to raise a bit of money. We couldn't sell it to anyone. So I just fucking stayed in the kitchen. Me and my mate did MD all night and then went in the morning. 
and this couple rocked up and they were just like, it's really, you know, the, the, it was this lady and her mum, And in my mind, they were Polish, but maybe they weren't Polish. I was drunk and, and I, they just seemed like kind of really sad and like even a little bit scared maybe. Um, and they just locked themselves in the room and stayed in there. And, uh, I got this review and I think I'm going to do this as the end of the pod this week. Um, because like staying in that fucking, I, I, I left in the morning on Thursday, on Friday morning, I left at 6.30 and I messaged them and I was like, Hey man, I can't stay here. Um, you know, I just, I think I would have in the past, but I just, I'm fucking better than that now. You know, like I don't need to stay in a shit place. And that's why now I stayed in a hostel for a few nights and then I got this beautiful place where I'm at right now. And it's so nice. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the trips that I take. I've realized I've spent so much money eating out because I've not been at a good place. And so I'm not feeling like comfortable using the kitchen. What I got to do is eat in the place, shop for myself for the week and eat at home and cook my meals. And that way I'm not spending all the money eating out and I can afford to stay at a nicer place. There we go. That's an adult decision. So on Friday morning, I left this place and I, I messaged the guy and he clearly knew that it was bad because, you know, he refunded me the money straight away, which was very kind. And, and um, if anything, I shouldn't really be looking down my nose at them for the way that they live because that's their choice and that's the way that they live. And if they're happy like that, you know, good for them. And, and I just, I don't know. It's something about me, isn't it? That it reflects poorly on me that I just want to make fun of these people. And so as a way to humble myself, here's the review that Monica from Provincetown, Massachusetts left for me in my shitty place in July, 2015. The worst experience I've ever had. I was laid to, I was lied to and is so sad, especially Aiden seemed a nice person. After coming inside his flat, he shares with others. We saw extremely dirty, disgusting and destroy place. Nothing was true. The shower did not work so good and the restroom hasn't been clean for ages. So imagine what we could see. I don't even talk about kitchen. If you are there, you don't want to touch anything due to not to catch anything. I was traveling with my mum, and we spent lovely time on couch surfing. So it is not about that someone has a poor life conditions. It is about being unfair person who prefers earn money in not fair way. If you can stay here, forget about a rest at very late night because the flat is full of drinking people and sounds of sex. <laughs> he apologized me and agreed that it was unfair. He tried to convince me that he is a poor student, but it is not about being poor. Never recommend. Aiden, change your attitude to people and do not treat them in this instrumental way. Oh. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? Um, look, have I changed my attitude to people? Have I changed my attitude, Monica from Provincetown? I think I have. Ma I mean, look, I I'll cop to the fact that in 2015, I was definitely just looking for the money and I didn't care whether people had a bad time. I mean, I did, but like, whatever. This time, I was willing for those people to not pay me back because I booked the place and I didn't want to lie. So maybe I have changed my fucking thing. Or maybe I have, I don't fucking know, man. The point is I stayed in a bad place and I got the fuck out of there and now I'm in a good place. I think that's a satisfactory end of the podcast. Oh, and on Friday day, I went and bought myself a brand new phone, the Google Pixel 6 Pro with the four times optical zoom. 
and the battery life is better. And, uh, you know, hopefully now I'm not going to be in that position. I think if I learn anything from this, it's that I should buy a battery pack so that I'm not freaking out and thinking I want to sleep on a golf course. <sighs> I think that's the end of the podcast for this week. Sydney's been great, by the way. Come to the Melbourne Comedy Festival shows if you're in Melbourne. And I'm very excited about those. And thanks to anyone who's come to the Sydney shows. And if you're listening from those, hope you guys are having a good week. Check out the podcast on Instagram, sitting under podcast. I'm going to have all the pictures for that Airbnb. And uh, I hope you guys are doing okay, man. This has been Aiden Jones, sitting under a tree. Bye.